0: I'm your co-host, Maddie. And I'm your co-host, April. And we are going to take you on yet another journey with us. So what should we talk about
1: today? Well, Maddie. Yes? It is the holiday season. So whoop de doo Well, I think we should talk about holiday traditions. Oh, okay. Around the world. I love that idea, the whole world. The whole world. We're going to talk about the whole <laughs> world. All right. All right. I, I love
0: that idea. Holiday traditions are very interesting.
1: So that indeed.
0: So let's start with our trivia question. Okay. April. Yep. What is the name of the devil-horned, hunchbacked beast who roams the streets of Austria, also Germany, Croatia, and some other surrounding countries, threatening to beat children with branches and rusty chains if they don't behave? Is this the devil? No. Almost, um, though. Almost? Krampus. 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 <laughs> Krampus. Krump, I think, is a hip-hop dance. Krump. Yeah.
1: No, that's Krunk. No, maybe crump. I, I don't know. I'm
0: pretty sure Krumpus is a dance move. Yeah, Krampus is the answer. Krampus. Krampus, I do like, though. I think we should keep that, write it down and think about it mm-hmm. for our hip-hop Christmas comic book. <laughs> Uh, The Legend of Krampus dates back to medieval times and the Brothers Grimm. Mm.
1: It does not seem like a uh, a holly jolly type character. No,
0: not holly jolly. But then again, there are a lot of uh, traditions that we will see which have been developed in order to trick children into behaving.
1: (laughs) He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. Yeah. He'll beat you with a
0: rusty chain and break your neck with a branch. (laughs) Shit.
1: I didn't know that's what Santa did. Uh, Well,
0: Krampus, is, I think, is Santa's partner.
1: Oh, okay. Partner and crime. (laughs) Krampus and Santa Claus. (laughs) Ride or die. Ride or die in the sleigh ride. (laughs) Shit.
0: All, All right, right, well, we
1: have our comic book, promise, <laughs> at the very least. Yes. <laughs> this is going to be so good.
0: Um, Any artists that are listening, please DM us. All right,
1: let's get started. Let's get started. Uh, Maddie, did you know that I was about a quarter German? <laughs> no. A quarter of me is... Uh, which quarter? Lower left quadrant <laughs> okay. is... Uh- no, actually, probably more likely the area that my stomach is in. Mm-hmm. Definitely German. Okay. Do love some German food. Spatzel. Spatzel. Spatzel and strudel. Yeah, man, it's just so
0: good. It's a very butter-heavy, flour-heavy cuisine. And delicious.
1: Anyway, so, growing up, we... a lot of these German traditions. I'm not 100% sure if we did them because they were German. A lot of them also have a role in the Catholic Church, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which I am thinking is more likely the reason why we did them, because we were raised Catholic. But, as an adult, very cool to see some of the things that we do are from a German kind of tradition and background. I I agree. agree. I do know that Like, when we were younger and we would go to Dollywood for Christmas time, because that's what we did. Mm -hmm. They had, like, some very ornate German advent wreaths that, like, the candles made the heat spin, made it spin and stuff like that. Uh, I remember, like, Dad talking to us about that and how that's a German tradition. And I remember getting really excited about that because I was really into my heritage and all that stuff. So, I thought I would tell you a couple of things that are of German holiday tradition. Hit me. All right. St. Nicholas Day. And I think that's usually on December 5th. Did you ever celebrate St. Nicholas Day? I did not. We did this sometimes. Again, I really do think it was because of being Catholic. Mm -hmm. But we would set our shoes out, and we would usually just get candy. Some kids in school got, like new earbuds or, you know, different small gifts like that, but we usually just got candy. And that's kind of the thing is, you know, you set your shoes out on November 5th clean and polished, and St. Nicholas comes around and leaves candy or small gifts in your shoe. So in Germany, they, like, really heavily celebrate this and kind of is more important, I think, than Santa Claus. Mm Mm-hmm. Even though Santa Claus has become popular in Germany, this is kind of their big night. So, kind of interesting. Um, The Advent calendar, you said in a previous episode that you're going to create an Advent calendar this year, right?
0: Well, yeah, this is a tradition that my family did observe. My mom had sewn a really large Advent calendar. It was like three and a half feet by three and a half feet or something, and she would hang it up. And it had, you know, 25 pockets or whatever, <clears throat> 24 pockets. Um, and she would put stuff in there.
1: We did the, like, little chocolate advent calendars mm-hmm. where there's, like, a little nasty piece of chocolate in each of the days. Nasty chocolate. Um, but we never did anything big, like, where we had, like, little gifts on each day. Yeah. But I do, I love that idea.
0: Yeah. It does end up being a lot of presents.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um. What about an Advent wreath? Well, so we had an Advent wreath. Again, I really think it was more for Catholicism mm-hmm. because you know in, in church they had the three pink candles and then the one purple candle. It was after we you know learned a little bit more about German culture and German Germany's role in I guess the Advent wreath that we started adding. The white candle in the middle, Mm -hmm. which I think is for the epiphany. You light it on January 6th, the epiphany. But basically, it's just kind of your way to count down to Christmas. You light a candle on Sunday. I don't know if there's any really other purpose for it, but we lit it every Sunday at dinner. Um, And then the epiphany, which, do you know what the epiphany is? I've heard of it. Yeah, I feel like, so it's something I think to do with, like, either the day the wise men came, we should probably look it up. Or the day an angel showed herself, showed herself. And what do you think about this? That's what I would say if I were an angel. (laughs) Okay, here we go. I got it now. All right. (laughs) So it was when, the epiphany is when the three wise men came and gave their gifts to Jesus, and they were like, they being Mary and Joseph, were like, here's the Son of God, Christ. (laughs) And they're like, cool, we'll go with it. So that's what that is. Okay. That's what the epiphany is. That's what that is. And then, I know we talked about this when we went shopping the other day, the pickle ornament. We did, yeah. So apparently I found out in my research that it might not actually be German, Hmm. which I don't really believe. Because, like, my German people did it. Yeah. But they were, like, it was basically a thing put on by the ornament industry. Hmm. Big ornaments. (laughs) Yeah. So, (laughs) big ornaments, man. So, apparently it's not, like, a real thing. But anyways, what you're supposed to do, what tradition says, is you hide... Germans don't usually put up their Christmas tree until, like, right before Christmas. They decorate, like, they have, like, a big decorating-type thing, and they hide their pickle ornament, and then all the kids on Christmas Eve are supposed to, like, look for the pickle ornament, and whoever finds it first gets to open a special gift. But speaking of Christmas trees, apparently the modern Christmas tree originated during the Renaissance uh, times in early modern Germany. So... The adding of the Christmas lights, they used to do candles, which seems very dangerous. It does seem very dangerous, yeah. So, yeah, there you go. That's German traditions, and we do a lot of them here in America.
0: Cool. I think. Uh, yeah, I agree. But then again, we are two women of German descent, so we might have a skewed
1: perspective. True, Dad. Well, Maddie, you went to Iceland earlier this
0: year. <laughs> I did go to Iceland earlier, and <laughs> let me tell you. There were some Christmas traditions that I was not aware of until I got there, and I was trying to figure out what was happening on the Christmas ornaments that they sold. Oh, shit. So, (laughs) there was – actually, there was a Christmas store in Reykjavik in the middle of the touristy area, which I don't know if I could handle. Do you think you could work at a Christmas store all year round?
1: Yes. Okay.
0: So, in
1: in (laughs) – Okay, whatever. (laughs) Just with you. (laughs)
0: In Iceland, they call Christmas Yule, and there are two traditions that I wanted to talk about. The first is there's something called the Yule Lads. I can't actually pronounce the Icelandic term.
1: Okay. I thought that's how you were pronouncing it, and that's not how it looks.
0: (laughs) Well, the way that they actually pronounce it isn't the way that it looks either. And I listened to a Google pronunciation, and then I was like, Never mind, Iceland, you win this one. <laughs> anyway, the Yule Lads are magical people who come from the mountains in Iceland, and each day from December 12th to Christmas Eve, a different <laughs> a different Yule Lad comes. They are thought of as playful imps or elves who like uh, to eat and play little tricks on people. Oh, how cute. They leave presents in uh, the shoes of children, if the children place them on a windowsill, but if they're naughty, they might just leave like a rotten potato or a message telling them to like be better. Uh, they start going home on Christmas Day with the last one leaving, I'm assuming on the Epiphany. So here are the names of these little buggers. There's Gimpy, Gully Imp, Itty Bitty, Pot Scraper, Pot Liquor, Bowl Liquor, Door, <laughs> <laughs> Door Slammer, Skr Gobbler, Skr being Icelandic yogurt, Sausage Snatcher, which was my nickname in high school.
1: <laughs> it's my nickname today.
0: <laughs> <laughs> window Window Peeper, Doorway Sniffer, Meat Hooker, and Candle Beggar. These are amazing. <laughs> I know, aren't they great? And so when we were in the this Christmas shop, we're looking around, and there are all of these ornaments with these weird little
1: dudes <laughs> on them, like doing
0: weird stuff. And you know, I was like, "What are what are
1: these? They're like the Seven Dwarves." Yeah, but. It- Icelandic. but Icelandic rascals. I really like that the world as a whole came together and said, I don't care what traditions we have, but around the same time, we need to say, kids, get your shit together. <laughs> 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 enough is enough.
0: <laughs> all right. So here's another good one. All right. So when we were there, and this wasn't just in the Christmas shop. This was all over. There were these images of a black cat on a red background, and it was very scary looking. Mm. And uh, I had to Google while we were there something like black cat Iceland or something, just trying to figure out what it was. And what it was is the Yule cat. So it's traditional in Iceland that everyone gets a new piece of clothing, clothing for Christmas and also a book. One traditional story is that there's a Christmas cat that will eat you unless you wear one piece of new clothing on christmas day holy crap and the cat's apparently gigantic and also lives in the mountains
1: so mountain cat
0: mountain giant mountain cat so anyway yule cat there you
1: go well that's very interesting (laughs) i don't know how i feel about that
0: i really liked the yule cat one just that like it has nothing to do with anything it's just like
1: (laughs) has anyone been eaten by the cat big ass cat um. Not, I feel like I would test Not that while work. I was there, but probably. I would test that.
0: Test the theory by not wearing new mm-hmm. clothes and then just getting eaten. Mm-hmm. All right.
1: Yeah. All right. Let's, I guess, hop on a plane. Mm-hmm. Fly over to Japan. Okay. Which is east? Well, That's I guess direct- both. That's how directions work. Yeah, but if we're going from Iceland...
0: It'd probably be faster to go east, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: All right, let's do it.
1: All right. Get on the plane. Okay. Make sure your seatbelts are on. All right. And fastened. Okay. All right, we're taking off. We've landed. Whoa, that was so fast. It was. And it's Christmas in Japan. (laughs) Wow, okay.
0: What are we doing? <laughs> well, Christmas has only been celebrated in Japan for the last few decades, mm-hmm. and it's still it's not a religious holiday really. There aren't a lot of Christians in Japan. Uh, but it is kind of a like just fun commercial party time. So there are a couple of <laughs> <Party things>. <laughs> <laughs> There are a couple of things <laughs> that are traditional Japanese Christmas. One is fried chicken. Yeah. So this is, I think, really cute.
1: Did you know about this before you did research? I did, yeah. I did not know about this. It was brought up last week in a trivia thing. Oh, really? And everyone was like, KFC and and, uh, Japanese people on Christmas. I'm like, I don't know what what you're you're talking about.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I did know about this, which is why I wanted to talk about uh, Japanese Christmas traditions. Because I think it's super interesting. The Yule Cat is here. She's and we
1: are you birds. <laughs> so, Anyways.
0: there was an advertising campaign by KFC in 1974 called Kentucky for Christmas.
1: Oh, I get it.
0: I took two semesters of Japanese, so I feel comfortable saying "Kurisima suni wa kantaki."
1: <laughs> that was really good. Thank you. Uh,
0: so, yeah they they wanted a food that was like reminiscent of a traditional Western meal. And this is what they came up with. Okay. And it's so popular that people have to place their orders like months in advance. The other uh, traditional Japanese Christmas food is a Christmas cake, but it's not a, like a rich cake or a fruit cake. It's usually a sponge cake.
1: This sounds amazing. Yeah,
0: decorated with strawberries and whipped cream. The little shortcake emoji that everybody has on their phones is Japanese Christmas cake. And this is in every anime that you will ever see that has a romantic storyline because they end up wanting to spend Christmas together and someone gets a cake. So I included this one, too, because I thought you would like it. Mm -hmm. Another popular activity at Christmas in Japan, especially in Tokyo, is visiting Tokyo Disneyland and seeing all the decorations and the parades. It is theorized that a Disney style Christmas might have also influenced how Japanese culture celebrates Christmas as a fun and romantic time rather than a religious one.
1: Well, I love that. And I just watched the Imagineering documentary on Disney Plus, mm-hmm. and they talk about like the opening of Tokyo Disney and stuff like that. And just like how Japan was so quick to get into the culture of Disney mm-hmm. and the, you know, niceness and politeness and all that stuff. They said something about how Disney because of all the Crap that had been going on, with you know World War Two and stuff. Yeah. That they finally felt like they could express themselves with Disney and dress up and you know be whoever they wanted to be. In oh Disney. my god! I'm gonna cry. I know it was really really cool. Do we want to talk about Ukraine? I think so. Well, this is kind of weird. Yeah, I agree. I'm not into it. No, I'm not either. Christmas trees in the Ukraine are often covered in spider webs. An ancient legend tells of a poor family who grew a Christmas tree from a pine cone, which probably took a very long time. <laughs> yeah. Um, the children, so thrilled by the idea of their very own tree, spent, spent months dreaming up ways they could decorate it for the holiday. But the family was penniless, so the children's tree would remain unadorned. Upon waking, the children discovered that spiders had spun a web of glistening silk around the tree's branches. Each thread magically turned into silver and gold as the morning sun danced upon the tree's bows. Today, Ukrainians dress up their trees with spider webs to welcome good luck into the coming years. Do you think it's real spider spider webs, spider webs, or the fake stuff, like, from Halloween?
0: <laughs> I'm guessing probably neither. There's probably some sort of in-between, like, a tinsel, but I'm not sure. I don't like this. I don't love spiders.
1: I think the folklore piece of it is kind of, like, a cute thing.
0: Yeah, the story is nice, but when I say I don't like spiders, I mean I have an actual fear of them. Yeah. And, um... I don't want them in my
1: trees. Or anywhere near your house. No,
0: but I do like... Christmas trees and cute stories. I do like cute stories. So this is one that I included because I thought it was really sweet. Mm -hmm. So in Syria, there's a sizable Christian minority, and they have their own local legend about the nativity. Christmas presents are delivered not by Father Christmas on his sleigh or Santa Claus and Krampus. (laughs) But by the youngest of the camels that carried the three wise men to Bethlehem, instead of a carrot for Rudolph, children leave water and hay outside their homes for the hardworking camel who delivers his load on New Year's Eve rather than Christmas Eve. That is cute. I thought that was really nice.
1: The Dorps hardworking camel. Uh, Norway. <laughs> so these are kind of fun, and I don't I haven't read Norway's yet, but. These are kind of fun because in Disney World, one of the, we would usually go down during Christmas time Mm -hmm. and at Epcot, they have the world showcase. Right. And so some of these I have heard before because they have like different, the different Christmas traditions at each of the world showcase countries. And it was always one of my favorite things to do is go and listen to what each country did. Yeah. For Christmas, the Christmas holiday. So Norway is one of those countries in Epcot and also just in the world. (laughs) It's one of those countries that exists in the world. Um, So every Christmas Eve, Norwegians take all of their brooms and hide them due to a tradition left over from Norway's pagan days. Legend says witches and evil spirits would come out on that night each year so brooms were hidden, and when guns became a bit more accessible was even common for families to fire a warning shot into the air to deter any ghoulish ghoulish goulash <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> any ghoulish visitor from dropping in
0: yeah i really liked that one i like the idea of a modern norwegian family being like oh shit gotta hide our
1: brooms <laughs> real quick honey where's the gun?" <laughs> I don't know Kapow. what a Norwegian accent sounds like and yeah, I won't try probably one. Probably not
0: <laughs> worth trying. All of John's
1: accents sound exactly the same. All of my dad's accents sound exactly the same. They all sound German. Yeah. They're not. No. No. So the
0: last one is in Caracas, Venezuela. I really liked this one. I don't mm-hmm. I don't know what the origin is and could not find <laughs> it. So every year between December 16th and 24th in Caracas, Venezuela, roads are closed to car traffic to allow people to safely roller skate to the early morning Christmas mass. On their way, skaters will tug on the ends of long pieces of string tied by children to their big toes and dangled out of the window. So when a child goes to sleep, they'll tie the string around their big toe and then throw the string out the window, not their whole foot.
1: Oh, okay.
0: And so when people tug on the string, they're like, get up.
1: It's I was imagining it the time. way that you...
0: With your whole foot out the window?
1: Yeah, and I was like, this is weird. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> it's a little unusual anyway, but maybe a little bit less so. I think that they also set off fireworks early in the morning mm. to wake people up, which is like, that's Get a lot. Get to
1: mass, people.
0: It's a lot to have a firework and then someone on a rollerblades come by and like tug Pulling on your, your toe. toe. Merry freaking Christmas. <laughs> Wake up. Party is starting. Anyway. <laughs> well that's fun. This is only a few of the many, many Yeah, many, there's many, a lot more countries than many, this. many, many Christmas traditions around the world. We just made a selection.
1: Yeah, we did. We made that selection and decided exactly what we were gonna tell you.
0: In India they decorate banana trees.
1: I think I knew that. Yeah, there's a lot of fun traditions out there. Um, if you do some random tradition that is maybe associated with something other than just an, a regular, I guess, American tradition, let us know. That would be cool. Yeah, whether it's hear. cultural or just your own yeah, tradition.
0: I'm working on a version of... Mar- um, Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You, mm-hmm. except it's All I Want for Christmas is Reviews, and it's about how I want podcast reviews for Christmas. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All I want for Christmas is reviews. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, All right. All right. Well, let's close it out, and then we can talk about some of our traditions.
1: Uh, let's do it well that about does it for today on there are lots of things thank you for listening and as always it was so much fun to hang out with you and discuss holiday traditions around the world we hope you had fun with us this week tradition (laughs) traditions
0: (laughs) make sure you follow us on facebook and instagram where you'll find where you'll find today's show notes (laughs) along with a fun trivia question that will give you a hint about next week's episode topic You can also leave show topic suggestions there or email us at talent.podcast at gmail.com. That's T-A-L-L-O-T dot podcast at gmail.com.
1: To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to our podcast over at Apple Podcasts or wherever you stream your podcast while you're over there. Again, it would be a great holiday gift if you gave us a review. Santa, won't you bring me something I'll really use, won't you please? me podcast review.
0: <laughs> I'm working on it. It's not perfect. It, I, it sounds perfect. Thanks. I started writing it three minutes before I came into your house. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the best song I've heard today. All right. Do you have any holiday traditions, Maddie? I do. I can't remember which episode we talked about these. I feel like we've talked about it a few times, but there are a few that... John and I particularly have created, uh, which I guess a lot of other people probably do, too. Um, The first one is Ornament Exchange. So we started probably 12 years ago, giving each other one ornament per year. And uh, it's to the point now that we probably do need a larger Christmas Mm -hmm. tree, because our Christmas tree is pretty small anyway. And, yeah, uh, we just get each other something special each year. This year I got him um, something that looked like a pepper, like a hot pepper branch. Mm, Because he likes... Because he does love spicy foods, yes. And he hasn't gotten me mine yet this year because Mm. it stinks. But uh, we also get an ornament usually when we go somewhere. We got one in Iceland. We have one from Myrtle Beach. (laughs) So, yeah, we just have... It's, it's kind of nice because I don't I've, – I've kind of gone back and forth on the holidays and how I feel about them, you know, depending on what sort of things are going on in my life. But I do feel like when I look at our tree now, it's like a collection of our memories together, and I like that. And then we also started – we started this probably four years ago because that's when we went <laughs> vegan, doing our own second Thanksgiving. And it's a – plethora of sides so we just make all of the foods that we would want to eat that you know we don't usually get to eat on on thanksgiving because you know not not everybody makes a hundred percent vegan options for you know everything that they make which is fine I uh, wouldn't expect it but it's nice for us to have all the sweet potatoes and all the mashed potatoes and the green bean casserole and the you know mac and cheese and the rolls and everything is vegan. So we like to do that. We usually do that um the Saturday after Thanksgiving and then also decorate. This year I got excited and decorated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whoopsies.
1: Whoopsies. It's um, a new talent tradition.
0: Yeah, I guess so. I got it's when we started recording holiday episodes in October. It's like skewed my whole perspective <laughs> on what time of year it was. And then in my family growing up, one thing that we always did was We were really into stockings. My mom just really likes little – she likes to open little packages. So uh, we always had – you know, Santa Claus would come and fill our stockings up. Uh, My mom, being Santa Claus, will continuously run up – one-up herself. Spoiler. Sorry. Spoiler (laughs) alert. My mom is Santa Claus in our house. (laughs) And um, she's one-upped herself every year to the point that now it's like – the stocking is full, and there's also, like, a Kroger bag full of presents <laughs> next to it. And it's like, wow, this isn't how it works. Um, but we always open the stockings at breakfast and have a big family breakfast.
1: I love that. Yeah. Sharon and I do snickerdoodle cookies every Christmas Eve. We also make sausage balls in their hand mixed, I guess, because uh, that's how my nana used to do them during Christmas time. Um, we do try to see a movie on Thanksgiving. Like go to the movie theater. Mm-hmm. That's so, fun. We I think we've done that every year that we've been together, with the exception of the first year. Our first date was the day before Thanksgiving, and I didn't. I don't think I saw him again until that Saturday. So, but we try to go and see a movie. We go to my parents' house first, and then we go to his family's house, and then we go to Tinseltown Town and see a movie. Fun. Huh. Um. We do presents after Christmas Eve dinner, so my in-laws do a nice, fancy Christmas Eve dinner every uh, year, and it is accompanied by listening to two stories that I guess they've been listening to forever, which on my first Christmas was a little weird. No one gave me a heads up that it was happening, And but now I love it. I think it's really cute that we all just kind of sit by the fire and some of them nod off and listen to the Christmas story, so that's fun. Um, and then again, the pickle ornament. So I have been doing this for a very long time, uh, with my family, and then I brought it into Jared and I's relationship, and we had a pickle ornament that my dad, I think, I don't think he picked it up in Germany, I think he picked it up in, like, Wisconsin or something like that, Mm -hmm. um, or Milwaukee, Milwaukee. Where did he pick it? I don't remember. Um, but he picked it up somewhere. And we had it on our tree, but it broke. Oh. And so the pickle ornament we have now, we got um after we were married. And it was from Epcot, so the German pavilion in Epcot. And then I later found out that it actually is supposed to start when you do get married and start the tradition there. So now it's like, that old pickle doesn't even exist. <laughs> that old pickle. <laughs> get that out of our relationship. So we do put it on the tree. Jarrett did try to... This was the first year he was home putting ornaments up on the tree, and I usually do that task, and I go through, and I look at all the ornaments, and I remember, you know. Yeah. Um, so it was a little different doing it together, because there's half a tree, I don't know what ornaments are on there. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, well, since you're home, I'll let you do the pickle ornament this year. And he just puts it in the middle of the tree in the very front. Well, that's not how you do that. You gotta hide it. So I haven't gone searching for it this year, but... So hopefully in there somewhere. <laughs> so, yeah, that's our traditions. We probably do a lot more things, but that's all I can think of right now. I love it. Yeah. Christmas. We want your reviews. <laughs> Christmas. Keep your eyes out for our karaoke
0: <laughs> Christmas podcast review video on YouTube.
1: It'll be great. It'll be huge. It'll be huge. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that about does it. Alright, until next time. Until next time. cheers. Cheers!